All right, everyone, this is Taylor Long, my big blue, bringing you the best in New York Giants sports talk and entertainment. I'm going to be sounding a little weird today because I'm not on the online Big Blue studios. We're having some work done in the online Big Blue facilities, or just we're having some work done in the house. So uh, I'm actually in my son's room using his computer because my laptop, someone, of course, spilt an entire beer on it. And I'm not sure who did it, but it was me. And the new laptop's not showing up today. But I want to talk some Giants because that's just what we do on a daily basis. Danny Shelton. Big signing because he's a big guy. Good signing by the Giants. It has his career has did his career progress the way he probably wanted to when he was drafted on twelfth overall by the Browns in fifteen? No. I mean he's had a okay career. Is he going to completely be able to fill in the spot for Dalvin Thompson? No, but he he's a good systems fit. He's a he's a big he is a big guy that can plug up the middle and help Blake Martinez. And I've said this a million times. And I like how people are saying it now over and over again that you need the big hog molly in the front of your linebacker, especially a middle linebacker like Blake, because he needs to have the ability to be able to see the defense, and, excuse me, the offense, and read the play. It's because he's such a good read react player. I mean, but it's it's a good it's a good signing from a Giants perspective. It's a good defensive. It fills a defensive void at the tackle defensive tackle position. He could potentially slide into a nose tackle position as well. Um, of course, he you know he he did spend some time and he did spend some time in Cleveland. He had three years in Cleveland. He was traded over to New England. Uh, well, he started back in 2018. Um, you know they declined to pick up. You know that's this all happened when they declined to pick up the fifth year. Uh, fifth year option on the board. Didn't they decline? Yeah, the Patriots did decline to pick up the fifth year option. I had, I had to think back for a second. Yeah, they did, and made, and made him a free agent in 19. Um, of course, he went over to the Detroit Lions last year. He had a, what I think he had a, uh, what did he have wrong with him? Well, he, had some, he, he, had, he got hurt towards the end of the season. I think it was a bicep injury, but it was it's, it was nothing that, you know, that was really detrimental. It's not a me. It's not not major, but it's not. You know, like he tore his ACL. He's been fairly consistent. I mean, like I said, he's played in uh, 82, 87 total games, uh, started 72 of them. Yeah, I mean, like I said, he, he's been a fairly consistent player. He's on the field. He will help plug, you know, plug up the middle, which is what the Giants need. Um, it still does not address our, our deficiencies on the defensive ends. And I know we're going to be relying on the kid from Minnesota, O'Shane Zimenez, Lorenzo Carter, you know, and, and to name a host of others. But we still, in my mind, we still need to find that pass rush from the edge. Yeah, you could you could send the rush up all you want up the middle, but all they're going to do is roll out. <laughs> I mean, that's you you put the rush in front of a quarterback, he's just going to roll. I mean, a smart quarterback is going to roll. So, I mean, it's like, it's, I mean, the, the signing, it is what it is. I mean, I'm not going to be like all ecstatic, like, oh, we got Danny Shelton. We got Danny Shelton. No, his, his career never progressed like it should have. And I think the Giants said it best. He is a gentleman that is in need and he fits the system. And that's not a bad, and that's not a bad thing. I don't want to, again, I don't want to see any stupid comments saying I'm bashing and I'm not. It's not a bad thing to have a guy that fits the system and fits a need. But like I said, I don't see him filling that Dalvin Tomlinson void because Dalvin, to me, did more and was more athletic than Danny. But they're two different players. 
So I, I just I'm just bringing up da- I don't like I don't like talking about players that are no longer here, but I just bring up Dalvin because a lot of people are talking about well he's going to replace Dalvin he's going to do this no you guys got to go back and look and I love the statistics the stack guys I love the guys from the Pro Football Focus guys they disappear when we sign a player and his stats are not what they want to be on Pro Football Focus Pro Football Focus said that. He had Danny Shelton had a better statistical season last year against you know rushing the passer than he did stopping the run. I think he they had him at like fifty four percent, fifty four point five, the ranking that percent, his ranking. So why isn't anyone talking about that? That he had a better year according to Pro Football Focus, the Bible, and he had a better year actually rushing the passer than he did stopping the run. So it's a good signing. It's an ancillary signing. It's a need signing. It's a system signing, which is perfect, and that's just what the Giants need. Now, I am also still concerned slightly about the Giant linebacking core. I know we got Reggie Ragland. I, I know, and he, like I said, I keep telling people, he's not Reggie from his second year in Kansas City. He is, he's going to be a good, solid, consistent, professional backup player. And that's what you need on the roster. And I've said this a million times because everyone used to always jump on my butt. And they would be, and that's what she said. Um, because of the fact that I keep saying that you can't always have young guys at every position. You need veteran presence. And sometimes they're not going to be the best talent-wise, but they're going to be what they refer to as a savvy veteran. And that's what I think Raj, uh, Reggie Raglan is. But I would like us still to try to go out and find linebackers. And I was thinking about the inside linebacker position yesterday, and I was trying to go through who's coming up in the draft and who might be some hidden gems that the Giants could target in the later rounds because for some reason we don't seem to like taking linebackers anymore in the first couple rounds. (laughs) And the first guy that came to mind, and I don't know how much of a household name he is, he does come from a bigger, you know, he comes from a big-time university, and that's going to be K.J. Britt. Um, now, it, most people won't remember, or maybe a lot of people do remember, because I do follow a lot, of, a lot of college football, and I follow a lot of Southern college football. Um, Britt posted, I think, 20-something tackles through his first two games, that then he had a thumb injury, and that really just cost him to, to miss the rest of the season. I mean, he got his first chance to really to be like a full-time starter for Auburn. Um, when was it? Back in 2009. And he had like 69 tackles, 10 for a loss, and he was first-team All-SEC. So he, he's a guy that kind you know he's he's a guy that was not a a consistent performer in college because of the fact that he didn't he was given the limited amount of steps but I think he does have some potential. Um, he re, I mean he's he, this, this is a dude that can if you ever watched him he can deliver the big hits. He barrels down ball carriers. I mean with with like just ease. I mean he will knock he's a, he will knock you over like you were a bowling pin. He really would. If you watch it as a run defender, he really knows how to diagnose plays. I mean, he's 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 just a standout on the field when he's when he's called to make that adjustment into the running game. Now, of course, the weaknesses and there's always weaknesses. Um, he's kind of short. They would say they say he's six foot two forty three. So if you if you're saying you're six, and I know this I I know this for for a fact if you say you're six foot two forty three in college you're probably more like five eleven five ten. And they say that he is a average in reference to athletic ability. And, you know, they some people actually call him, you know, an uh, an unathletic performer. And they feel that. Uh, and I was actually talking to someone, and he feels that. And as a gentleman that I trust, he's he's no longer in the league, but he feels that he's 
in the open field, that lack of athleticism is going to kind of cause problems when you have to try to make open field tackles. And, you know, potentially he may not have the ability to be much of a player in the passing game, but he should be, he should possibly excel in the zone style, in the zone style read defense. And I think, you know, that I think that would fit greatly into what we do here with Patrick Graham. Um, the other guy I was thinking, I'm trying to go through my notes here. And I and I keep I keep losing my notes. Uh, it was going to be someone that I've watched play a couple times uh, in person, and that's going to be uh, Max Richardson out of Boston College. He's another one, a little bit shorter stature. He's six foot tall, two hundred and thirty pounds. Um, he's basically a five year player for the Eagles. And, and uh, I'm sorry, Boston College. They're, like I said, I I like I used to like it used to be Biggie's football. Um, he was all ACC. And second team in 2000. Oh no, he was second team 2019 to 2020. Uh, he led the team basically with the 108 tackles when he was a redshirt freshman. Or excuse me, he was a redshirt junior back then. He had 99 tackles, eight for a loss, and 11 games in 2020. You know, he, he again, he's a tackling machine. He fills up the box. He reads well. He can follow the play, and he is a guy that can be someone that I think can play alongside. Blake Martinez. He's also, you know, if you watch him, he really takes smart angles when he's going after the ball carry, and he recovers well when he's getting blocked. So he's like, he kind of reminds me of Blake. He kind of sheds the tackles a little bit. You know, he kind of sheds. He kind of just moves. You don't know. You don't feel like you see him for a minute. He, he reminds me a little of Ryan Conley when Ryan Conley had those, you know, those big three games. Um, now, of course, the weaknesses around. He, he's another player that can get like what I like to refer to as lost at the sauce. You know, because he is he is a little bit smaller stature, and when he's trying to move around, he can get lost between the big tackles. Um, and again, he will probably struggle making some open field tackles. And will his will he have the ability to translate into something into the passing game? I think he will. I really do. I think he can translate into the passing game. I think he would be better suited, and again, like as a zone read type defense, and when it comes to the passing game. And I do think that he can, he can fit that build. I'm now is he going to be a man to man guy? No, I probably would not call him a man to man guy whatsoever. I probably would not say he's going to be man to man. But I think he can be a tackling machine. I think he can learn. Another player, I think that he can learn from someone like Blake Martinez. And I think he's a little like again, he's a little bit on the smaller side. And like I said, these guys are going to be hidden. We're going to call them hidden gems with the uh, inside linebacker situation. But I really do think that he is something that um, can be something. I'm not going to say something special. I think he can be a good, consistent pro. And the last guy I want to talk about is Northwestern's Patty Fisher, 6'3", 240 pounds. He's probably going to be a later round draft choice. I would say potentially into the uh, sixth or seventh round. I would say later if they still had 15, 20 something rounds. He is the uh, six time all time leading tackler, of course, for the Northwestern Wildcats. Um, he's been a staple on that defense going back to his freshman year in 2017. Uh, he was a team captain, all American, all that good stuff. So, you know, I like reading these people's resumes because it's like, yeah, he, he, a lot of players that you're going to get drafted are going to have these, some of these accolades which I think is great. He, to me, is really, again, if we're going to do, and I don't want to keep comparing these guys to Blake Martinez, but he is a guy that's basically a coach on the field. He knows how to put his his players or his uh, his other defensive members in the right position on his pre-snap reads. 
You know, he's always put his guys in a cons- he's consistently putting his teammates in the positions they need to be to make tackles. He's kind of like to me he's like the quarter he's like a quarterback on the field. And he really reacts well on the field. He re- he he can follow that QB. I mean, he's not what they would say the fastest. He ran a 483. But he has the ability to slide. He has the ability to take the correct angles. He's effectively can get a, can, can get away from the offensive lineman or the defense or the offensive running back. Offensive running back. How many running backs are the running back? You know, in reference to being blocked. He's a. And he's also to me. If you watched him play, he's a high effort guy. He he's a consistent. He's a hustler. In, in basketball, he he's a hustler. <laughs> you know, he hustles, he hustles for the balls. He's just high. He's just a high effort, and he he's one of those guys that always wants to be in on the tackle. I always laugh because you have um, you have guys that are called stat compilers in the NFL that just kind of jump onto the pile at the end to get credit for half a sack, he or half a tackle. He's the kind of guy that puts his head in no matter what. Even if he's not he's not a stat compiler. He just wants to be in on the play. Again, what is our deficiencies? And there seems to be a theme going on here. It's going to be his coverage skills that are going to be a deficiency. And again, he is not the most at both. I can't even talk today. I can't talk today. My tongue is like swollen. He is not the most athletic type player. And I don't think he will be a three down linebacker. But he's a guy that, like I said, on the early downs, you pair him with Blake Martinez. You got someone like Danny Shelton holding that line and they can read and react. That's another guy that I think as a later round draft choice may have the ability to make the roster. And again, this is Tim with Online Big Blue bringing you the best on New York Giants sports talk and entertainment. And as always, if you could like, if you subscribe, if you ring that bell, you think that means that'd be awesome.